Podcast Help Desk number 43 for March 9th, 2015. The Podcast Help Desk is where we go deep into the technology of podcasting, help you with the problems you may run into, and when we have a chance, review new gadgets, services, and solutions for podcasters. To keep your podcast running smoothly, it takes some tech. That's what Podcast Help Desk is here for to smooth out the geek speak and put it in more or less plain English. The main audience for this podcast is those who have podcasts and want to tweak the tech to get better sound, a better website, a more reliable feed, or a more streamlined workflow. Also, for podcasting beginners that don't want to make all the mistakes themselves. Here's your host, Mike Dell. And good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. This is Mike and today's episode is a little different than normal. We're going to skip the all, all the normal segments because I have a uh, conversation that I had with uh, Omelet, uh, otherwise known as Steve. He said I could use his real name, but uh, he's on the local rock station. We played a little clip of him ranting last week, and he played my segment uh, that I, when I was complaining about radio. And we got together the other night at his studio. He's on vacation this week, and he actually came in special to interview me, and I interviewed him. So it's one of those interviews where you're not really sure who's interviewing who, but it was a lot of fun, and it's going to take up pretty much a whole hour of this podcast. So like I said, I'm going to kind of dispense with the normal things. If you're a new listener... Go back a couple episodes and you'll hear what the uh, normal episodes sound like. But uh, this was a great conversation with a great guy who I'm, I'm still going to talk him into getting into podcasting. And I think he's probably going to drag me uh, more towards uh, the radio side. So it's going to work out in the long run. And he said, uh, just check it out. Uh, he said, I'll, I'll break it up into a couple segments. But it's going to take up pretty much the hour. So anyway, on with the conversation. Okay, I said uh, last time we were going to interview Omelet from uh, WKLT, the rock morning show, Omelet and Friends. Uh, he's the guy that uh, you heard uh, play my uh, segment there, which kind of blew me away because uh, you know, I never thought I'd hear little old me on, uh, on a, a commercial rock station in the morning. <laughs> It was a lot of fun to uh, hear that, and uh, it's been a lot of fun meeting you. And Yeah, me too, Mike. I'm a big podcasting fan, and it was great to uh, realize that you were in the town. I mean, I'd, 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 I'd listened to th- uh, two or three episodes before you started making some local references, and I just uh, assumed that you were in Los Angeles or something. <laughs> you know, I thought this was some New York City uh, something. And I was, uh, you know, because I was researching podcasting and I found you through a Google search or it was either that or um, or I searched on my uh, there's a podcast button on my iPhone. Right. right. And maybe I just put podcasting in on a search uh, something and uh, the podcast came up. It must be a geographical thing that I came up first, but that's great. (laughs) Well, I usually don't go with the first one. (laughs) Oh, so I usually do, uh, you know, uh, because there's ads at the top or there's, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I found you, but I'm listening. And then you start saying I'm going up to Sugar Island or something. And I'm like. 
I think that's in Northern Michigan, then you Michigan references. And then I was like, wow, you're in Traverse City. I listen more and more. And then I got super excited. I was like, I got to get in touch with this guy and meet this guy. So that happened uh, yesterday. Right, right. And uh, we, we had lunch yesterday. Thanks, by the way. No problem. Uh, Thank you. But, yeah, you were so close to me. If you look out that window over there by your uh, your TV there, uh, you could probably see my office. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I, you I were very just in... up the street. <laughs> it's amazing. Probably uh, 100 yards away. Yeah, something like that. And uh, so that's pretty amazing that I start. I found you just on a Google search, and then you ended up living right down the road, and you work less than a hundred yards away from where <laughs> I work. We're in the KLT studios right now. Yeah. By the way, we're, yeah, we're surrounded by uh, Electrovoice RE20s and RE320s. <laughs> just for you, uh, just for you uh, gear geeks out there. No guest has ever said that in this room. And, and by the way, uh, another endorsement for the Heil PL2 boom. There's uh, four of them in here, so <laughs> like I said, all the all the geeks will like that. Okay, but uh, how did uh, you know you you wanted to get into podcasting because you you wanted to archive some of your right. uh, on air bits and interviews. And- There's two projects. Uh, one for the radio station where uh, if we conduct interviews in the morning, if we have a special moment or something, I want that to live on. And if you weren't listening live. You know, a lot of people in the morning radio industry is uh, you're going to get more traction, more possible listeners uh, if you hashtag the right way or if you have certain search engines. Like last week, we had Bob Seger on the show. So when people type in Bob Seger, I want our interview to potentially yeah, you know, show, show up, up in there. Show up yeah. at some point. I know it's not going to be first, but I, I found a lot of his other interviews, not necessarily on radio, but... You know, they pop up. If he was on uh, David Letterman, it's going to pop up. So I wanted to find out more about that. And uh, the other project I have, and so the radio station, I want to podcast some of our interviews. There's no original content with me because we're doing it in the morning on the radio. I just want to try to get some extra mileage out of that and let it live on some more. Because I'm sure when you put on a podcast, a lot of people listen to it the first day. But over a month's time, a lot of people listen to it. Oh, yeah. So I've, the, I've got podcasts that have been out there since 2005. The and, longer it's out there, the more yeah. people that are eventually going to listen to it. And I want the, it just to be there. Right. So that was one of the, my projects. And the other project is, you know, I turned around the other day and I'm I'm in radio for 23 years and I've got a lot of these old cassette tapes from the 90s and I'm not sure what's on there but there's some pretty hilarious moments so the other website I wanted to do uh, was my archive website and I sort of you know something I'm not going to promote but I want family and friends to go there and check it out and it'd be kind of a point of reference almost as if you um you know, it's uh, my wall hangings. You right, know, it, right. it's it's part of my past, and and so, now with podcasting and with the internet, you can let these things live on. You know, uh, right, where they were so, just weren't a flash in the pan. It's just not something in your memory. It's something you can actually bring to life. So I was super excited about that. Yeah, well, we'll get that going. That's going to be at uh, omeletradio.com. Thank just you. Just in case you guys want to check that now, out. The, the the website is really hurting. I mean. Under your instruction, I mean, I'm listening to uh, the podcast Help Desk, and I'm listening to episode after episode. My wife is like, who is this guy? <laughs> you know? And uh, and so it's just total, you know, it's not a it's not a rip at all, but it's, you know, 
the daily regular wife is going to think you're a little <laughs> crazy. Listen, oh, yeah. so that's all she hears out of the room for days and days. And I'm going to bed listening to it. And See, my she... wife can't even stand that. And I live with her. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, so the bottom line is I want to get that going. The, the website right now is atrocious. But, you know, it, it's a hobby. It's a project. I have a passion for radio. I love broadcasting. I think podcasting is an extension of that. You know, I mean, if you're if you're a broadcasting fan, how could you not be uh, a podcasting fan? Exactly. And I was a broadcast fan before podcasting. And, right. you know, and as I was saying in my comments that have now been played twice on my podcast and once on <laughs> your show. Right. You know, music radio has jumped the shark a lot of the way, you know, as I was saying in my thing. And, you know, but I've listened to you guys now for a few days now. I, I, I never, you know, be honest with you, I've rarely ever listened to you guys. I rarely We're trying to, to bring people back to the radio because we know that, uh, I mean, believe me, I drive from where we are in northern Michigan to Boston, and it's just not this market. It's all over the country. I've worked in Miami. I've worked in Fort Myers. I've worked in Springfield, Massachusetts, Danbury, Connecticut. And I travel back home where my parents live. And uh, I listened to a lot of radio along the way. Uh, Canadian radio, Buffalo radio, Rochester, Syracuse, Albany, Springfield, all the way down. And, you know, downstate here in Detroit and Saginaw is a different market. Um, you know, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in what I'm hearing. I'm hearing a lot of voice track shows. I'm hearing a lot of satellite shows. I'm hearing a lot of, you know, I'm disappointed. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to single-handedly bring people back to... Uh, the radio because yeah, it's tough. I mean, we're, we don't do a music intensive show. We play a couple of tunes an hour just to catch our breath. But you know, we really do have free reign. We're trying to carry on the tradition of you know free form radio, where they don't tell me what songs to play and they don't right. tell me what to say. And and it's really a, a joy because if I was in a larger market. You know, uh, you'd have the you'd have the radio consultants. I'd in there have the consultants you, you know, up my backside, and yeah. I would have program director meetings, and they would talk about stupid things like benchmarks and right. uh, you know, formatics and format. And really, here they don't they don't um, they don't make me do that, and so yeah. that's why I'm here. Yeah, and that's that's great. And and like I said, the the bit that I have listened, and you know, you're on vacation this week, so I've been listening to your uh, co-host there uh, in the morning, just a little bit. I you know, I got to turn it off when I get to work, but uh, sure. Yep, <laughs> it, Rick it, Coates is my producer, and he's also the co-host. Yeah, but I mean, it's a it's good quality content over the radio, which is something that was lost a while back, and it's starting to come back uh, with I you feel the and. Same. And and even there's a couple other local stations around here that do a fairly decent job in the morning. But, you know, it's it's not something that's common anymore. And the rant that you played uh, of mine last week is something I really do feel uh, strongly about. You know, as you know, I'm not saying it's I'm not saying we have a great show. I'm not saying it's even a good show, but it, but we care about it. We prepare for it. I'm passionate about it. I want to do well. You right. know, I really do. I mean, I spend a lot of hours at home. I'm reading news stories. I'm finding, you know, different sides of po you know, political issues. I'm reading. I'm watching sports. I'm. I know I'm. We're going to talk about it the next day. I know it's going to be important. Uh, you know, I watch the Oscars. I watch these shows that are, you know, sometimes pop culture. 
But we're really putting in the time. We're having morning show meetings. We're meeting at our house. Right. We get out of the building. You know, I have my voice recorder with me all the time in case something happens. I could put a microphone in somebody's. And, hey, so and that, that's the thing, you know, when I, I you know teach about, you know, how to podcast, it's picking the subject is one of the things. And if you're not passionate about what you're talking about, it's going to come through on the microphone. You're dead in the water. You dead know, in the water. That's That's definitely the best advice content wise go with what you know right uh, you know either go with what you know or go with what you want to learn right a right. lot of people do that i i did a a podcast about aviation for a short time because i got real interested in it for a while that's and, awesome and i learned more from my listeners and from the interaction that sure. i had with my listeners and just researching topics for the show and you you learn you can you can learn your subject and like, you know, in the morning show business, you're out to entertain. And, you know, that's one of right. the main main things in podcasting, too, is you want to entertain you, or you want to inform or hopefully do both. Right. And whatever your brand is, like our brand uh, on this morning show, Omelet and Friends, is um, we're trying to be local, local, local focused because the national guys can't touch us with that. You know, mm -hmm. if we're talking about an incident that happened in Kalkaska uh, that means a lot to people. Uh, there's no way that uh, guys like um, Bob and Tom, Correct. you know, yeah. <laughs> which broadcast in this market, they're not going to be able to get that home. We're not going to be able to, they're not going to be able to deliver that home cooking like we will. Or, or the plus, voice track stations will have it tomorrow. Right. <laughs> or, or the music intensive stations that play the same records over and over and over again. And I like what you said about the oldie station. I mean, they're just almost on a loop yeah. at this point. So I don't, really put our show under the music uh radio format but i definitely um you know we're victims of that when you get into a social situation and people are like they sort of wrote off radio you know mm -hmm. uh, I, don't, I don't listen to the radio anymore and i know why and i'm trying to i'm trying to trying to help that yeah. i'm trying to help it help it a little bit well, i'll be a listener because uh, like i said i've i've, I've definitely enjoyed this, I mean, what you're doing is like what always should have been done and what made have, might have been done in the 70s and 80s. That's what I was listening to. And the, it seemed like there was a bunch of people in the studio that were like, it was almost like a circus that I was listening to. It was on WBCN and a station that does not exist anymore because they got bought up by the big conglomerates. Right. And they lost that, um, that, not a mom and pop feel, but it was definitely like an independent station. You know, they, they're a station that would endorse getting in front of City Hall and, you know, having a rally in front of the Capitol <laughs> building, you know, because there was a noise ordinance passed and they're, they're trying to shut down rock and roll. And I'm listening to this as a kid and I'm like, man, you know, that's exciting, first of all. Sure. And then sometimes they would put a microphone in a club and you would hear, you know, a live performance or the, there was a major... I think one time I heard a Van Halen concert as it was happening from the Worcester Centrum. I grew up, up outside of Boston and the station WBCN. They were and Peter Wolf would do a show on New Year's Eve. I influenced I was influenced by that. Now I do a show on New Year's Eve at night ringing in the new year oh, here. Cool. We do a live show and uh well, maybe I'll have to stop by next year. Absolutely. <laughs> and so we do this live all request show on New Year's Eve. And then I asked my wife, I'm like, go around the dial and see what else, who else is live. Nobody was live on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Nobody's taking calls. Nobody's partying. I mean, we have people in the studio. Now, see, in podcasting, a little, there a little champagne. 
Now, oh, I know. In I podcasting, know. there are people that do live 24-hour podcasts uh, during uh, – I don't know if you've run across Leo Laporte yet. Uh, Not yet. I look forward to hearing he's a, he's a He's a tech, uh, tech podcaster, and nice. he's also a radio broadcaster. He does a national show on the weekends uh, about, all about tech. But uh, he does a party every year. Out, at, he's got a studio out in Petaluma, California. Really? And you know he's got live video cameras everywhere. And, and but he'll do a twenty-four uh, hour podcast. So every hour, you know, some other part of the world has a uh, you know their New Year's. And no kidding. He celebrates it with somebody via Skype from that wow. area. Wow. And you know it, that's awesome. I don't think I'd want to watch the whole thing, but. Right. Uh, you know, but see, I love the spirit fun. of that. I love the spirit of that. He, he he came up with something new. He felt that it was important. You know, he's given up his New Year's Eve. You yeah. know, I'm not really one to be going out into the clubs anymore. You know, I'm right. getting a little older. I'm 44, and I used to do a lot of that. But I was like, you know, instead of sitting at home, I'm going to do a New Year's Eve show. You know, let's go camping with the listeners. I have this annual camp out, which you right. mentioned last week. Thank you. Uh, it's called Camp Omelet. You know. Who goes camping for three days with their listeners? A lot of these DJs <laughs> they try to stay away from the listeners. I want to break down those velvet ropes. And, you know, I do this promotion in the summertime. Guess who's coming to dinner? I bring barbecue food from our local supermarket, which is a sponsor. And I, I go and grill on their grill for them, for their family, up to 10 people. I mean, who's grilling and camping <laughs> with their people? You know? Yeah, that's... So it's I'm not I'm different. not trying to in, inflate what we're doing by any means, but I'm just saying that. Well, no, it's refreshing it's to fun, hear. Fun and, radio. Yeah, it's know? it's refreshing to hear in broadcasting, and I didn't even know what was going on because, and I'm only you know, like I said, 100 yards away. Right. But I got to talk to our marketing department. <laughs> but you know, podcasting is carrying on that spirit. You know, and in fact, uh, maybe to greater lengths because. You know, pretty much anybody can do it, you know, and you can find somebody that's sure. really talented these days, you know, out in the middle of nowhere or somebody that's got something to say that you really want to hear, you know. Sure. And, and, you know, and it's funny that the talent goes both ways because you'll get podcasters that go to radio and ra radio people that go to podcasting. Right. right. And, you know, you look at uh, Adam Carolla. He, you know, comedian, a radio guy. He love did the him. morning show, show in L.A. for however long and Loveline and all that. And now he's doing podcasting exclusively. I couldn't wait to tell you what made me fall fall in love with uh, podcasting, and it uh, and it has a lot to do with Adam Carolla. Uh, my wife and I got married five years ago, and while we were waiting to close on a house, we had to. Um, I was talking about it on the radio that you know we're living in a trailer, we're at a campsite, winter's coming in, <laughs> you know, uh, our house is still not closed on. And um, there was a lady that called. She rented me a cabin in the woods, and it was by the Spider Lake area mm -hmm. where they had no cell phone reception. There was no TVs in these cabins, <laughs> nothing. So, And there was barely electricity, but it was right on the lake. It was very beautiful. But I had to sort of bring the entertainment with me. Right. I had to load up. And they again, no Internet service. And I don't think data was much of an option at the time. But I had to load up. Uh, here in town with podcasts because I heard Adam Carolla started a podcast and I loaded him up on the computer and I went out to the log cabin and that was my entertainment. It was like the old style listening to radio in the living room. You know, my wife and I would listen right. and we thought this guy was great and we loved the podcast and he was, you know, just taking off on his pirate ship as he calls it. <laughs> and uh, we were, and I was like, this is what it's all about. This is what radio should be is like, you know, the entertainment 
And at the time, I guess I, I wasn't competing with television or anything. But now that we got our house and we're back to civilization, the same thing continues. We just listen to podcasts and that's and great. Radio shows. Now. Yeah, I do that. Uh, you know, we've got a place up on Sugar Island, and there's you know you, you can't afford the cell coverage because it's Canadian, right? And you know we don't have uh, you know got a few TV stations from Canada. If you wanted to mess with it, we don't even. I don't think I've ever turned on a TV up there. The TV does not come on at our house unless it's a special occasion. We watch the Lions and some news, but, you know, 60 minutes or whatever. For show prep. Yeah, show prep. Yeah. (laughs) And then it's back off, you know. And, uh, you know, I got the Sonos um, uh, speaker system, Mm -hmm. so it's all around the house. Now it's not like just listen by the Bluetooth speaker next to my phone, (laughs) which I still have that, and that's for the fire pit. But I'm super excited about it. Uh, Podcasting has... uh, breathed has uh has given us a a big breath of fresh air i'm so excited about it i listened to uh mark maron and not that he's my favorite i just i just like that he's in his garage yep (laughs) and uh jay moore and adam carolla and greg fitzsimmons and bill burr and uh, a bunch of these you know comedic type shows sure sure but now i'm you know since listening to you i'm interested in the technical aspect i'm building a studio at home very slowly uh but again i'm i'm just going to be podcasting my archives and stuff from the radio show as it happens for and, now you know, you'll, you'll catch the bug trying to put that on uh, social media and promoting and i'm not going to be what one podcasting guy called uh, a twitter bomber I'm not going to be a Twitter bomber, but we have a good guest. I'm going to link it to our Facebook. I'm going to link it to our Twitter, put some keywords in there that people could uh, find us on a search or something. Right. And I'll explain what Twitter bomber is in the in another segment, but uh, it's you're, you're not going to do people that. People that go 15 times an hour promoting their archives, promoting this and that, and then they get an inflated amount of hits, yeah. which may be robotic, which may be something else, and um, it's not true uh, download. Yeah, mo- most listens. Twitter bombers they do it for you know because advertising and podcasting generally goes by uh, the number the thousand per, you know thousand listeners for so much money, and you get that through your statistics. Well, if you can inflate your statistics, you inflate your paycheck. The problem with that is, as and I've said this before, they're not getting results. Right. So if you if a podcast uh, an advertiser advertises on a podcast that. That the podcaster said, "Hey, I get a hundred thousand downloads of this, right?" And he really gets a thousand, so they're going to get the results from a thousand, not from a hundred thousand, right? And right. they're going to say, "We're well, going to be quickly disappointed." Stuff. You're going to have a lot of turnover in your advertising yeah. instead of, you know, hey, ten people bought products from us this week. We like that. We were yeah, we're sure. going to we're going to. And there's a lot of podcasts out there. You know, I, I work with a company called Blueberry. Of course, my listeners know that. And one of the things that Blueberry does is sells advertising for podcasters. And we've got some uh, podcasters on there that have very small audiences, but they're extremely right. targeted audiences. And th- they make a pretty decent amount of money. There's a broadcaster yeah. that when I'm sure everybody knows, Don Imus. Oh, yeah. He was in New York his whole career. I don't know. Maybe he's still there. I don't know. But he's, um, he had a very small audience in New York. But he had an an affluent audience, and the advertisers always stuck with him because he turned around results. True. Even though with a small audience, it was an active audience, and it was an audience, you know, uh, whatever the case may be. But I was always like, how come he gets small ratings? But they're like, well, he's got a he's got a pretty affluent audience or an audience that really 
says to the advertisers, hey, we're listening to Don Imus. Uh, maybe he has a good campaign. Tell him where you found us, you know. Right. And he, you know, he's one of those guys now that uh, even though he's in the New York market, I think he's still at it. Uh, I think he bought a ranch somewhere in New Mexico yes. or Arizona or something. And, uh, Tax shelter. Yeah, and he get he you know gets to do it in you know in his own home studio. Right. And remember Art Bell on Overnight of Radio? Of course, of course. You know he lived in a double wide in the desert in <laughs> Nevada. You know, but what the heck? You know he he could and with the technology with right. with podcasting. I mean, I drive down the road with this little portable thing, and and I can post produce it to sound halfway decent. Mike, I was I was hoping, and I told you before the podcast that I could tell you that I think that I invented podcasting. Oh yes, you you did you tell me which that. I just say jokingly, of course. <laughs> but when I was eleven years old, I had a pen pal. Uh, friends of my parents had a kid, and we were the same age, and we used to be sort of pen pals or send things. And we decided when we were eleven or twelve years old that we can record on our uh, Walkman. They had these new Walkmans where you could actually record onto the cassette. Mm -hmm. And we used to record on the cassette, talking to the microphone, and we used to send these cassettes to each other in the U.S. mail. And he lived on the other side of the state. And so we used to, like, weekly, we would have a 90-minute <laughs> cassette or a 60-minute cassette that we'd buy at Radio Shack, and we'd record into this Walkman, and we could take it outside, and we're talking outside. And, um, and that was, like, I had no idea, but that was the first... Like, I was sort of getting into radio at that point because I was talking into something sure. and somebody was listening to it and they would react from what they heard and he would do the same back to me. So that was like snail casting. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or uh, almost like a Skype conversation via US That's mail, right. You know? it's a like... week later, you would get it, but it was exciting for us to but, get a tape so, in the mail. So, so much <laughs> like we get, uh, you know, hey, there's a new podcast. So, something similar to that. Totally not. To totally off the subject, but... I was texting before texting was a thing. No kidding. Via ham radio. I used to do this thing called uh, packet radio. And at the time, I was stationed in Idaho with the U.S. Air Force. And my dad was back here, and we were both into ham radio. And you could send packet messages. Actually, it was more like email. But you could send a message, and it would literally hop from station to station to station all the way across the country. No kidding. And then he'd reply, and then it would hop all the way back. Wow. And, and it would take probably a day and a half between texts. In but code? No, in just in typing. Text? Yeah, in text. Wow. It, you know, it was a, you know, Morse code, they don't even require that anymore for a ham radio. Right. But, uh, it's not, not the ham radio podcast. <laughs> right, right. Which you do on one of those. Yeah, well, I did did a class pod class yeah the pod class but i like uh, that name we we retired that uh it's still online but uh, we don't use it but uh well if things are slow for me on a sunday i'll uh, give that a listen <laughs> yeah not to be really slow <laughs> <laughs> right and the aviation is that a podcast or just your i did a i did a podcast it was aviation history this week uh, nice. i did that for a year and, you know, I just looked up old aviation history stuff because, you know, I was in the Air Force and I like airplanes. And sure. My dad was a pilot and, and uh, you know, it was fun. Do you ever go, I know this is a local reference to about, about 100 yards from us, the other direction from where you work. There's a place where you could watch the planes take off. Oh, yeah, and, I go down and there. And there's an AM station in which you could hear the, uh, the transmissions from the tower. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I wrote a book actually about... Uh, uh, air traffic control. <laughs> no so, kidding. Yeah, yeah, called flight radio. 
But uh, you know what? We had um, we traveled. Speaking of the flight, uh, the air traffic controller, we featured a different profession. Like, let's think of a profession that we'd like be interested in hearing about. And I was like, what about the guy that runs the? So he came in here and told us all about it. It was fascinating. Oh, neat! Fascinating. Neat. And like uh, the guy that paints the bridge, the Mackinac Bridge. I mean, there's somebody way down under oh, the yeah. water level painting. Have you ever you ever got to go to the top? Being that you were in the media, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I don't think uh, I don't I, I I would be petrified. Have you? When I worked at the radio or the TV station, I got to go up there with them, but I didn't go to the top. I I stayed down at the bottom and twisted knobs and right and stuff. Would but you go to the top of the elevator? I would. I yeah. would. Yeah, but. You gotta crawl through this. Do you ever see that Mike Rowe from? Uh, yes, I uh, saw that episode. Whatever, Discovery Channel. He, he, oh, he got to go up there. And he's walking the <laughs> uh, the cables. The cables. Okay, in case you don't know what the Mackinac Bridge is, if I, if I leave this in, uh, Mackinac Bridge is like the Golden Gate Bridge, only better. It right. connects the upper and lower half of Michigan together. It's a suspension bridge, yeah. as the Golden Gate. Yeah, it is. looks just like the Golden Gate, only it's longer, taller, and green. Right. And it's five miles long, right? Yeah, it's five miles long. It's amazing. I figured I'd throw a little intermission in here uh, for the, a little uh, interesting information. Hopefully my uh, microphone is sounding better than it did. Uh, my friend Daniel over at the Audacity to Podcast Twitter, Twittered me. Is that how you do it? Uh, anyway, tweeted to me that uh, my microphone wasn't sounding like it should. And upon further reflection, I agree with him. It doesn't sound as good as it did. So did a little uh, tweaking here. Hopefully the audio quality is back up to a decent standard here and all that. Of course, this interview that we're in the middle of, so I still got a whole other segment, uh, but this interview that we're in the middle of was done at a uh, radio studio using... Uh, Electrovoice uh, RE20 mics through uh, the radio station console and all that. And all we had to have done is push the wrong button and we would have had that thing on the air. But yeah, we let the, uh, the rock and roll play on the air while we recorded the podcast. And I'm losing my voice. I've talked too much in the last two days. So don't judge my audio quality by my voice today. <laughs> Anyway, on with the rest of the uh, the conversation with Omelette from WKLT in Traverse City, Michigan. Cut all the stuff out we don't want to put out, and I can edit it down to, uh, right. you know, as long as, as, long as we're not, well, wish, for, not three hours, you know. But I wish morning radio was like that. <laughs> yeah, and the thing about the, yeah, the thing about podcasting that you're going to find, and, and you may catch the bug and want to do original programming for it, is you can get on and talk about a subject, and if you've got an hour and a half of that subject that would normally make people turn the dial on the radio, right? Somebody's going to want to hear it on podcasting. Maybe not everybody, but somebody. And that's the thing; it's a niche. It's it, you niche it down and uh, to you know the, what you're interested in, you know. And it could be just political rants, could be comedy, could be anything, right? And somebody out there will like that, you know, like with. Podcast help desk. Uh, you know, I've got a core group of audience. You know, I'm not going to discuss numbers on the air, but you know, I've got a, a pretty decent group that if they right. were all in one room, it would seem like a pretty big room. Absolutely, you should have a party <laughs> with them. Yeah, I'd love to, but you know, 
actually, we're going to in Vegas, I hope. But <laughs> Right, right. There's a big thing in Vegas on in April. Yeah, the New, the New Media Expo, and that's in conjunction with the uh, NAB, National Association of Broadcasters. And so, you know, I, I, that's where I meet a lot of people. A lot of these podcasters that you mentioned I've, I've met or seen or whatever. Right. And a lot of podcasters that I listen to, I, you know, run into them. I know them. They know me. Uh, all the podcasters about podcasting all kind of know each other. You right. know, Dave Jackson, Daniel Lewis, Cliff Ravenscraft. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to miss somebody. Uh, Ray Ortega. I always miss Ray. Ray, not forgetting you. But <laughs> who's the guy that does it in the uh, in his eighteen wheeler? Is a trucker? Uh, trucker Tom. Trucker Tom. Yeah, yeah Tom Wild. I gotta check out his podcast. Yeah, is he, he still active with it? Oh yeah, he's uh, almost up to two thousand episodes. Nice. He's been going at it since two thousand four. I'd find that extremely uh, interesting. Well, you know, uh, one one of my uh, one of the podcasts that I it's a subscription podcast, and I. You know, it's not that I don't have the money to. No, it's but just you don't. There's have so many to. choices for free. <laughs> yeah, but there's a great one that Adam Carolla have just put out a subscription base that's called Take a Knee, and he put out one for free where he interviewed Gene Simmons of Kiss, and he was talking. And the the theme of the podcast is super successful people, and they came from nothing. How did you do it? Right. You know, and right. these people are pretty much uh, flattered that you ask them. And they want to pass along some knowledge. And a lot of these people are later in their years. And I don't know if a lot of my listeners would know that I'm listening to something like this. But it's so interesting. Sure. Or life of a trucker on the road. And he's broadcasting in his truck. So interesting. Right. And, you know, the thing about Tom is, you know, the fact that he's a truck driver doesn't really enter into his podcast. I oh, mean, it doesn't. He, he, you know, at the beginning, he always says, well, I picked up a load somewhere here and there. And, you know, and sometimes you say, you know, I broke down. I'm waiting for the tow truck, whatever. But he just talks about whatever's on his mind. But but you uh, took it on the road a couple of times, and I'm listening to your podcast, and you're like, now I'm just north of the bridge. I know exactly where you are. Now I'm taking uh, Alba Highway off of 131. Right, right. And even though a lot of people wouldn't know, like I just found it, wow, he's right there. I know yeah, exactly I just drove, where just he is. just drove past uh, Spike. But I'm a, you know I'm a broadcasting <laughs> slash podcast geek, so right. I'm easily impressed. So. Yeah, and you know, and it's funny <laughs> when you get somebody that's local; it, it's it's a whole different thing. You know, uh, like I listen to a a, a podcast called uh, Five Hundred by Midnight. It's a uh, Las Vegas podcast. I nice. To, I lived in Las Vegas for a while. Now they're to coming from it in the touristy way. But they talk about places that I know either from being there for conventions or from when I live there. Right. And it's just interesting. So it's kind of like a locals podcast. And is it how to, like a how do you survive Vegas? Uh... No, nah, they, they're more or less. It was, it's a guy and his wife, and they live in Minnesota. And they're just real fans of, of Las Vegas. And, wow. And they, you know, talk about hotel openings and closings and you know, whether the blackjack's right. good at this casino or that to, casino. I would love to listen to that. You know, and then they rant about stuff. And sure. It's, it, you know, it, 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 it's probably your speed. Since you uh, <laughs> mentioned Vegas, i got to tell you, through a podcast, I learned this about Vegas. If you um, want to save money on a hotel, but you still need to clean up and, and stuff. Wow, the cleaning crew's here. Hold on, let me shut this door. <laughs> it's about time. It's about time. The place is a mess. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, 
through podcasting. It was Greg Fitzsimmons' show. And you can check out, check out gregfitzsimmons.com. He does a weekly or a couple times a week uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. He um, told his listeners, when you go to Vegas, there's the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, and you can get a spa pass. And the spa pass is $25, and it's limitless for 25, 24 hours. You can go in there. You can shower. You can change. You can grab a nap on the Shays Lounge. <laughs> and, you know, this is scamming, of oh, course. Oh, sure, but, sure. But it's, you know, legally taking advantage of a system that's in place. Kind of like a survival tip in Vegas, you know. Sure, you sure. can put on a suit. You feel fresh. you got a couple hours of sleep. And you head back out and party and gamble. I mean, that would never be my speed. But I learned <laughs> that through a podcast, and I was highly entertained by that. Right. And, uh, yeah, Tim and Michelle, they're on 500. They they go, you know, they're, they're as geeky about, podcast, or about uh, Vegas as I am about about podcasting right. like you know so when i first came into the studio here uh with you here a little yeah. while ago i looked at that board and i said that's the exact same board we got at the uh, wnmc <laughs> radio station right. that i work at periodically what and, year would you say this is from uh mid 80s yeah uh, something like that but you know what that's the beauty of this stuff it's all maintainable and it doesn't have to be fancy. You know, a lot of people, when they think of a radio station, will think of, you know, some palatial thing in a glass booth with a producer right. through the window and all this crazy stuff. This is basically a, a little bit better than a cubicle. Right. You know, maybe what, 10 by this 10? This is a 10, 10 by 12 room, right? Yeah, something like that. And then and my producer is, uh, is across the hall through the glass instead of just being So you can actually glass. see him, though. Well, sort of, because there's two glasses. And when you have one glass, you can see the person on the other side. But when there's two glasses, right. uh, it's a little weird, and especially when you got people walking in between. Right. It's kind of fun, though. You know, some of the people, I complain so much about the radio station. You know, the the bathroom, if it's a mess, if it smells in there at 8 o'clock in the morning, who's pooping in the bathroom at 8 o'clock in the morning? Do that at home. Come in here and stick up the bathroom. Or, you know, I, the heat comes on and I'm baking in here. And people mm-hmm. are like, with the technology, why don't you just do the broadcast from home? But there's a certain amount of yeah, material it, that I gain. You know, you have to be annoyed if the plow guy's going right by the window right. and you're on the air. Or if you, <laughs> you know, if somebody's uh, spilled something. I don't know. It comes with a certain charm to have a little outdated uh stuff yeah or... but you know the, the thing about it is it's it's a it's basically a, a mixer that's uh you know you got pots you got buttons uh it's it's not high tech and it never should be high tech now there are some high tech digital this and that's and but you don't need it and for broadcast radio and, and podcasting you don't need the fancy stuff i see some of the uh setups like in new york city or if they're the bbc and you show see that board i would not be able to run that board if i was yeah. in front of it <laughs> and i like having an audition and a program and a utility and i know like there's an a b at the top i mean i'm i can understand this board but if you go any any further beyond this which is not necessary no you don't need um it. You know, but I've got my sound effects. I could even play some sound effects here on the podcast. Hey, there you go. Uh, my favorite Italian bed. We have Mario Batali on the show. And my favorite Italian bed. Whenever he comes on the show, I play this. And we could uh, tighten this up here. You know, let's <laughs> see if this works on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. See? So I've got my sound effects, and this is all done through uh, 
a radio system that's quite popular, which is called Maestro. Okay. Maestro is where you can put uh, stuff in one production room and you could uh, pick it up in the other room. And it also makes a playlist, which the radio station uses to play the music and the imaging and the commercials. Right. Yeah. Instead of the old days, like at NMC, you know, even though you're running on the same board, if we run what we call sponsor uh, uh, tags or whatever, it's CD players. Are they on CDs? Yeah. So they've graduated from carts. Everything. Yeah, we don't have any carts. <laughs> but they got three CD players, and then they have they have a thing called uh, I can't even remember. It's similar to Maestro, but it's it's the freeware one. Sure, sure. <laughs> I got but, you. But yeah, it does the same sort of thing, and they, you know they got a lot of the music on there. But you you walk into that station, and they've just got racks and racks and racks and racks of CDs and everything. All the music's on CDs, or most of it. Recently, uh, once every three months, we started doing a vinyl day where we bring in a turntable. I was gonna say I actually, didn't see one in here. We actually pre we, we it, it sits right here. We take it. We bring it back for vinyl day. Yep, I think that's where it uh, plugs in. But um, we're trying to you know thinking out of the box which is actually thinking old school sure you know let's bring back a record player the vinyl stores are very uh popular again right. the hipsters are playing vinyl <laughs> actually you know it depends who you ask but a lot of people say it has higher highs and lower lows if you play vinyl if you ever listen to acdc back in black on vinyl mm -hmm. there's a huge um there's an awesome sound to that on vinyl yeah which i, I agree is better than the compressed you know, music format of an MP3. When, when I used to do easily. the folk show every uh, every other week uh, at NMC, they have they still have two turntables hooked up to the board. Nice, and uh, they've got a whole room full of vinyl. Great. And I was playing some old bluegrass music on uh, on vinyl, and it does have a different sound to it. I love it. It's just to a, to a DJ, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a it's lot, a lot of work. more work. Woe is us. You don't we have, have to take out the timers. album out of the sleeve. <laughs> Put it down, put yeah. a needle on, have it an audition, you know, do the quarter turn back. And the thing about it with my hands, they shake like a leaf here. The thing the thing that I found that I didn't like about it is where's the darn countdown timer? Right, right. <laughs> yes. I mean, I like to leave the studio when we're playing a tune or, you know, go out there and get a cup of coffee yeah. and there is no countdown. You sort of have to look. How much uh, space is left? That's that's what uh, Freebird is for. Is that what they still exactly. use that for? Is that's for long bathroom breaks? And Agata DeVita is a good one as well. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I don't want to make this all about broadcasting, but what the heck? This is a podcast. We can talk whatever we want. That's and, beautiful. And uh, and like I say, once you catch the the bug, you may uh, you may indeed. Maybe I will. I mean, it. I'm I am a bit overwhelmed with doing four and a half hours a day, and sure. albeit it is not all talking content but we do about uh with news mixed in there we do about 245 that's usually how long our the actual talk content is. out of four and a half hours it's usually about 245 so a little more than half well, a lot of the podcasters will say yeah oh, man you don't want to do a daily show and a lot of podcasters they get all gung-ho and they say we're going to do a daily show i did a daily show oh. aviation history this week used oh. to be aviation history today and about right. three months into it, I said, you know what? Even doing five minutes a day in podcast form is too much of a workload. It's a lot of prep. <laughs> and uh, again, I, I spoke about this earlier, but I'll say it again. Be careful what you wish for if you're trying to you know, commit to too much. Let it happen naturally because it... Like a lot of it is written off, you know, it's not off the cuff. It's not off the top of my mind at all. I've got a full page and it's filled with ink. 
And I come in here and I try to make some sense of it all because maybe I had a glass of wine when I was reading some of it, when I was writing some of it the (laughs) night before. No, but uh, it is when a long time ago when I was just starting off in radio, I was working at a radio station that forced us to play a lot of music. They were counting the songs. They said, you got to play eight an hour. Do whatever you want. Play eight an hour. Give me eight. Yeah. And then, uh, and so I thought that was pretty closed-minded and yeah. not willing to. Yeah, and, and, and so, NMC and so does I, that. I, I talked to um, a radio personality that I really looked up to that did more of a talk format, and he said, "Be careful what you wish for, because once you get that opportunity, it is tough work. Oh yeah, it is tough work because I liked listening to it, but I had no idea what was involved with actually producing it. And there's a lot of research, a lot of reading, a lot of writing." A lot of time, you know, like you said to your, the, the other day, I don't want to trade any secrets away, but you said you prepared for one of your podcasts for at least two hours to do a one hour show. Sure. And that's pretty average. You know, yeah, that- you know, and I, like I said, I do, or like you said, whatever, somebody said it, I do a half hour to an hour somewhere in that ballpark once a week. Yeah. But I'm prepping for that all during the week, and I bet you if I added that up, all the prep time I put into it, it is two, three hours of prep time. And some of it can be enjoyable. I mean, you could get content from going to a local baseball game. Sure. You know, you could go see the beach bums here down the road and talk about it and have a great story to tell. And that's another thing that I would suggest to people content-wise. And I don't like to preach content to people. I think you should go with what you know, go with what's in your heart. You know, if you like it and you're excited about it and you're having fun with it, it's probably fun to listen to. And that's the bottom line. But, um, it, don't get into a pattern. If I just went to work and went home every day and there was nothing new and there was no new people to meet, no new right. experiences, like with your courier job, you're out and about. You're interacting with people. Seeing things could inspire thought. But I, I always say mix it up. Sometimes when I feel like I'm in a creative rut, I'll go to the mall and just look around. Yeah, just people look watch. Around. People watch. It's fantastic. See how people are interacting with each other. You know, you be a good observationalist and right. go and report that on your show, you know? Yeah, you know, like I said, with podcasting, with my particular podcast, I do two different ones at Mike Dell's World, which is just basically me, blah, right. blah, 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 you know, and I don't do it on a regular basis. Not like the rant one that you just started. <laughs> yeah, then yep. that little rant well, one. Underwater and... basket weaving. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, that's a euphemism for something. I, I know, don't I know. what. Uh, <laughs> it was. But it was about people uh, that answer the question. Yes, answer the blanking question. Right. And and, and you know the funny thing is I, I walk into a, Rudy, a radio studio and I automatically turn off my uh, cussing. <laughs> Good idea. You know, and and it was something that was ingrained in me. Hey, these things might be on. <laughs> now on that's a podcast you don't true. necessarily have to worry about that because there's no right. cc or all that but, but you also have to um label your show whether it's explicit content correct, or not correct. on places like youtube right yeah and uh, itunes definitely you want to you know tag your episode is or not the episode the whole show so if you're cussing on a regular basis in your show you tag it as explicit and itunes will leave you alone if you don't tag it and they happen to spot check and see that you're you know dropping the f-bomb every 15 seconds and you don't want to mislead your audience because you're not going to get a subscriber if you're uh, mislabeling you know exactly i mean and i wouldn't make i don't know for my my take is it could only alienate people Right. And it's not going to be like, I love how much this guy cusses. He's so <laughs> awesome because of all the cussing. I mean, that could be part of 
you know, the charm that you don't care, but ultimately, uh, I don't want to drive people away. I want to be more inclusive than exclusive. Sure, and, but, you know, and I have nothing against it, really, but I don't, I don't think it's something that that needs to happen. In right, the like the government of coming, telling, dictating what you should be in. Yeah, I don't want. I, yeah, hopefully the FCC take over the internet doesn't affect us in podcasting, oh. but. Uh, <laughs> But, oh, well. you know, um, getting back to that just for one last second is um, the cussing is, um, no, I lost my thought. Eh, it happens. It happens to me all the time. And that's the other beauty. <laughs> and that's the beauty also about podcasting. We can edit. Right. You know, that's one thing we got over you guys in radio is, uh, you know, you you put it out there and it's gone and you can't take it back. <laughs> So you got to be more careful. That is true. That is true. And you know? uh, t- uh, that's one of the things that I envy about your situation is that you can edit because sometimes I'll uh, go to commercial break and I'll be like, what did I just do? <laughs> what did I just say? Do it? Is that out there? Oh, well, it's done. You got to constantly move forward. Like, you know, yeah, you got to well, forget it and keep that going. That was a terrible break. One time I was talking about this family that uh, had a terrible tragedy. People were shot in their family and there was a charity for this and uh, there was kids uh you may have heard it you may know the one i'm referring to but it was this heart-wrenching story where uh this uh this man shot his wife that wanted to get away from him and there's now kids that are going to be without a father or a mother because the father's going to jail and one of the grandparents was killed and then i tried to transition into uh Hey, my friend had a new kid uh, birthday, you know, like, uh, sure. welcome this kid into the world. And I was like, what did I just do? How could I? <laughs> why didn't I separate them? Somebody's having the most horrible experience of their life. And then all of a sudden I'm playing like, you know, the Beatles yeah. birthday song. <laughs> hey, we have a new listener. Oh, that was the worst. I, I still cringe. Yeah, well, uh, I'm thinking it, about that. And I couldn't, I can't take it back. But I came back the next break and I said, I apologized. It wasn't fair to the family that lost somebody, and it wasn't fair to the people that are having the just gain nice, somebody nice event, right? <laughs> so, oh, what an, well, idiot. Yeah, what you an know, idiot! And that's the thing about radio, you know, it's just if you're not prepared, you you sound like a dork on the air. In podcast, you can sound like a dork all you want and take the good take. <laughs> you can record for 15 hours and come up with 20 minutes. Exactly. You know, that's what we're doing here. No. Well, Mike, I really... Exactly. Well, you know what? I'm happy to be here at the radio station on my vacation. Yeah, isn't that no, I something? Really I dragged him in here to, to record in his studio on his week off. I'm more than happy to do it because you know what I'm doing on my vacation? I'm listening to podcasts. I'm getting ready to come back. You know, I'm... I'm trying, I'm looking for the uh, inspiration. I'm looking for the knowledge, you know, like uh, with what I learned from you right now, I'm in between, uh, I I set up my podcast, I I set up the websites, I set up the uh, media host, I set up the website host. Those are two different companies. And I, um, I'm posting the audio on there onto the media server. I'm finding the, what is it? The short links. uh, Short code. Short code and putting those on my social media and people are able to go to the websites to listen. But what I don't have yet and what you're going to continue to yeah. hopefully help me with is getting the next step, which is on to iTunes so people could subscribe and it'll be easier and Stitcher yeah. and uh, Blueberry. Yeah, right? we want you in the Blueberry directory. Yeah, I want to get on every directory. So I'm already I'm, I've done the work of getting these things on the podcast, but now I want to get them into the format where people might find them. And the question that I'll ask you either on or off the air is, 
the the words, the key words. I want to know where to put those in in case you have Bob Seeger on the air and somebody searching Bob Seeger, how that could potentially come up. Right. And we'll go over that in a segment of the podcast and I'll go over with you privately, okay. but uh, basically uh, you, you, there's places to put tags and right tags and, and all that in, in your post. But anyway, and I'm, I'm proud of your website that you got there because you're using the 2014 theme, which is what I'm using. We haven't massaged it yet, but you're using it, and right. that's good because that'll make all the, the fiddly bits of the podcast work, right? Yeah, don't go to my website yet. <laughs> don't go to Omelette Radio. Wait, wait a couple weeks. We'll get it tweaked up here in the next couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, I just started. I just I threw stuff on pages just to make it, uh, you know, put content on the photos page, which I have, you know, I'm going to put 5,000 photos on. I'm exactly. going to have 5,000 bits on there from my past radio uh, stupid things that I've done in the past, and it'll, you know, it'll be fun it'll, editing those uh, cassette tapes down. Yeah, see, I'm <laughs> such a geek. I mean, who else would take time to do that? But I'm so looking forward to it. I bought a cassette player with RCA jacks on eBay. I'm waiting to get that any day. I've got my cassettes in the boxes. Finally, the wife is going to be so glad when I get rid of these boxes. I'm going <laughs> to digitize everything. I'm going to back it up. External hard drives. How do you feel about iClouds and online storage yeah, use, versus uh, uh, the hard, you know, uh, external hard drives? I, I do. I do uh, both. I, 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 if something doesn't exist in three different places, it might as well not exist. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. so want, don't trust in just one. Yeah. So like, I, like on my computer at home, it's got a pretty big hard drive in it. Right. So most of my stuff's still there until I need to clean stuff off. I have so an extra terabyte or a couple of terabytes. It's a terabyte. Nice. And, and then I've got a, a terabyte or a two terabyte backup drive. Right. One of those big blocks. Yep. And then I've got Carbonite, which is a uh, offsite backup sure. company. And that way, if the house burns down or something, yeah. I've still got everything up on Carbonite. Because if you have external hard drives, it doesn't mean anything if your house yeah, burns sitting next down to your and computer. they're in the car. Because back in the day, they used to say, keep these in your car. Yeah. And, you know, where I work is, you know, I work as a graphic artist uh, during the day. And we've got just gobs and gobs of data. We have a, a giant hard drive. And we have actually two of them. And every week, we swap them. And they get backed up. Yeah, and then the other drive gets taken home by the owner of the company. No kidding. And then wow. she brings it in on Monday morning, and we swap them out, and she brings, keeps some, one off-site. That's because, smart. you know, we've got uh, 20 years' worth of, uh, of graphics right. that we need to keep because backed up. Because I'm getting to the point with my song collection and my photos and my audio – I'm gonna I'm gonna be around two terabytes, and I need to back mm -hmm. that up. And I was, you know, online sure. storage. I'm just like, I just don't uh, feel great about online storage yet because I'm kind of like I need to hold it in my hands. <laughs> I like, what if that? What if I forget my username and password? What if What if this company goes under? What if I forget the website where right. it is? What if uh, my credit card does not? Uh, <laughs> I uh, go through one month. I don't know. But uh, I have external hard drives right now. I was thinking about making it all online. So we'll talk about that more, too. Yep. So, well, we better cut this off before okay. we uh, end up going all night. Right. Hey, Mike, I, I tell you, it's a pleasure to be on your podcast. I love Podcast Help Desk. I'm uh, committed to listening to every episode. I love learning more from you. I'm so glad you're in this town. And I'm so glad that... Um, 
you know, you're carrying on the tradition and, and helping me adapt to podcasting because I want to take broadcasting and, and marry it with podcasting, you know, and I think that can be done. I don't want people that are podcasters to hate broadcasters because I love what you're doing. I have a lot of respect for people that can turn on a microphone and speak about whatever they're passionate about. And uh, I find that tremendously exciting. You know, before I'm a broadcaster, I'm a fan, you know, so sure. I always like to keep that in mind and uh, keep it going. And uh, thank you so much. It's an honor to be on your show. Yeah, sir. well, it's an honor to, to have you on my show in your studio. That's, uh, that's this is kind of a first for me. <laughs> my uh, pleasure. Recording a podcast in a radio studio. So. Anytime. <laughs> you know, we have four microphones, so if anytime you want to have multiple guests, <laughs> you could always uh, use this studio. Well, now we got to find a third person in Traverse City that's heard of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> right. That might be, yeah, we're a couple of years behind, but uh, people will get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks a lot for, for being on, and uh, we'll uh, get this uh, posted up uh, in the next show. Awesome. Thank you, Mike. All right, man. And I hope you enjoyed that conversation I had with Steve, uh, a.k.a. Omelette, from the Omelette and Friends morning show at WKLT in Traverse City. We had a lot of fun, and I project that uh, we're probably going to have a lot of fun in the future with uh, Steve and uh, his uh, podcasting and broadcasting endeavors. Uh, go check out omeletradio.com. Uh, give it a couple of weeks. We'll have it massaged into something that uh, looks a little better. Although, you know, he says he didn't do such a great job. I, I think he did a great job. He's further along than uh, a lot of the people that I help. And uh, it seems to be a trend lately. Uh, I've gotten two other inquiries in the last week from radio people, not locally here, uh, one in L.A. and one in, uh, I want to say, New Mexico somewhere, that uh, want me to help them do basically what, what we're going to do for Steve. So, yeehaw, it's, uh, it's taken off. And uh, I hope you uh, got Steve's enthusiasm there. Uh, you know, I've got kind of a... NPR sort of delivery as opposed to uh, Omelette. They're having his, uh, his enthusiastic morning rock radio <laughs> enthusiasm. But, uh, you know, we can coexist, and uh, my opinion can change about radio. Uh, you know, what he's doing at uh, WKLT is, is truly worthy of praise. I, you know, I haven't listened to him a lot over the years, but I have listened to his show, and you know, his co-host is doing a great job filling in for him this week, and and I've listened to his show a few times out here recently, and he's right. You know, he's he's bringing back the old school morning show, <clears throat> and not in a uh, a cheesy morning zoo way most of the time, except for the naked snow angels they had going out to in the parking lot the day they they played my uh, thing and you know and they they do their you know morning bits and that's great that's what it's all about so, hope you enjoyed it and we'll catch you next week with a more normal version of the podcast help desk Thanks for listening to the Podcast Help Desk. If you would like Mike to answer your question on the show, email podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com or better yet, record a voice message at podcasthelpdesk.com. See you next time.